Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the Press Start Podcast. We're back after a week's uh, break, after we were both a little bit ill last week. Um, so we're back this week with a catch-up of all the latest gaming news, uh, previews, reviews and so on. Um, as always, I am joined by my co-host Shane and in this week we are going to be discussing uh, a little bit of news about Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, Battlefield 2042, Sniper Elite 5, uh, roller champions and much more so uh yeah the last week we weren't very well uh, how are you holding up now shane uh not too bad better than i was um still not 100 percent. i still feel a bit but uh on a whole getting better and i have enjoyed like you were just saying there, a bit of roller champions and some sniper elite five this afternoon so um it's uh i'm getting there. yeah so we'll have to. Uh, we'll obviously be talking about both them games in a bit. I've not had chance to have a go on Sniper Elite Five yet, but we've both had a chance with Sno- uh, Roller Champions. So we'll be talking about that a little bit later. Um, we will also be talking at the end of the show about Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. Uh, obviously, this week we've had the new teaser come out with the release date. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what we'd like to see in the game in terms of campaign and so on. Um, but first, we're going to sort of open up tonight about Battlefield 2042 uh, this past week or so we both reinstalled the trial that we've got didn't we and as yeah. part of the trial um, I sort of took the chance to sort of give Battlefield 2042 a second chance and what do I think of it so far um, I've played probably another six hours or so through the trial <clears throat> Um, you joined me for a good couple of hours, didn't you, as well, one of the evenings? Um, yeah, yeah. What, what do you think compared to at launch? Com- well, I think they're two very different questions. Compared to launch, um, massively, massively improved. Yeah. Uh, at least it's playable now. It is playable. Um, I think you're a bit more happy with it than I am still at the moment. I, I just I just think with the recent news that came out yes uh, the other day with the um, season one roadmap and this that and other, it, it always seems to carry a bit of negative with it. You know that yeah. you seem to get something positive. There's a new map and and it seems to be a negative that a there is only one map, b there is you know they're shutting down the yeah we're losing um, hazard yeah, zone we're losing parts game mode. They're stopping development. Yeah, so I. It's playable and it's very good. I, I, we said before, haven't we? I, I love Battlefield. I love the sniping. And I love how large the maps are. And you know, But yet DICE has come out and said that they feel they're too big. And they've got to work on that. So maybe we're going to lose bits of the maps as well and shut them off. I don't mind the map no, size. No, I don't. I think but it's, it's for, for me, obviously, and for you as well, we've said about Call of Duty, especially over... Obviously, you've not played a couple of the last Call of Duties of had them all no um something that i find that call of duty has missed in probably the last five six years if not more is maps that you can snipe on you know you go back to the old call of duty yeah. modern warfare yeah. days and there were plenty of maps that you can think you know these are sniper maps you know back in the modern warfare you had block you had crossfire uh, to name a couple overgrown was a good one for sniping as well whereas these new maps just really don't cater to sniping whereas battlefield does you know you can you can sit up yeah in a house or up on a cliff top or whatever and you could you could literally sit in the same spot for a full 
60 minute game and not move yeah and uh, that's what i love about it and, and as well like i mean until the building gets blown up and i mean that's one thing i've always loved about battlefield is that the buildings can be destroyed yeah. and and there is that aspect of oh shit like that's my spot and it's gone it's not there anymore but you find another yeah. and you find different ways of doing it so i still like that aspect but like you said in terms of call of duty the, the maps have just been run about like an headless chicken fastest finger first yeah it's it's definitely and turned into I more of a competitive almost like an esport type with call of duty yeah but I, for me i don't find that much of a sport though i don't find that much where's the tactics i mean Going back to Modern Warfare, like you've just mentioned, my one of my favourite games of all time, definitely my favourite FPS of all time. Yeah. And, and I, I, I know we're not on the Call of Duty subject at the moment, and we'll discuss it later in detail, but I feel that developers are getting a bit lost in what era or what war an FPS is set in. Like you hear, you know, you hear the Call of Duty developers saying, "Oh, well, people don't like World War anymore. They didn't like the, you know, the the modern stuff where you had the jetpacks and you know, people wanted boots on grounds and we can't find the right way around it." Honestly, I don't think that's the problem. I honestly don't think that's the problem, mate. I think it might be to some people, but I think the losing track and the losing innovation for maps. Yeah. And I think if you create a game that has got a built-in map. That, like you've just said, we can snipe, where you can run about like an headless chicken, you can be tactical, or you can be, you know, let's all rush in like Rambo. If you've got that diversity in a map, I think people will play it constantly. I think that's the thing, yeah. I mean, you know, I I don't mind both in terms of, you know, I'm quite happy with the Call of Duty sort of run around a bit more fast paced because it's something I can play and I enjoy it and I do well in that, but I also do well in the sniping side. So, in that aspect, I don't mind it. I'm happy. I can. I enjoy a good fast-paced Call of Duty. I do enjoy sniping in Call of Duty when you know the maps sort of allow it. But then I do also like Battlefield, where it's very, very rare on Battlefield. I'll run around with an assault rifle. I will use Call of, uh, yeah. Battlefield as a sniping game. It, we do need yeah. that assortment because, like you say, Call of Duty does eventually get to the point that the maps are so. They're not. They're not small, but they're they're compact enough that you know. They're not. They're nowhere near the scale of Battlefield, but they just miss that variety. No, and I just think they don't create maps where you could see to other side of maps no. either nowadays. I mean, I'll take you back to Overgrown on Modern Warfare. I mean, we lived on Modern Warfare, yeah. didn't we, back back in them days? And you know, when you're playing things like Search and Destroy, where there were tactics involved, and you 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 know you'd. You'd cleverly position your claymores and stuff like that. and But it with that bridge, you got someone on the other side of that team, even in a team deathmatch, that, that wanted to snipe as well. It'd be Stonebridge to Woodenbridge. Yeah. And you'd be sniping and at one another. And, and it'd go on all yeah. game. But the beauty of it is, like, we had four... You know, I mean, we always played as a six back then because we had loads of members. But, you know, the, the other four might be like, well, I don't like sniping, but they'd be running about. Yeah, exactly. The, the variety the was there. Having yeah. a battle. Yeah, we're there. And so I think I fell out of love with Call of Duty for that reason. And I started turning towards Battlefield. And Battlefield 2042, when you looked at the trailers and you looked at everything they were bringing with it and the 128 player, which again, something they've removed in breakthrough mode, which has angered people again. And I, and 
2042, I think that was, I was, how can I explain it? I was kind of in that, let's call it no man's land, because in war there's always a no man's land, isn't there? So let's call it no man's land. I'm sat in no man's land thinking, do I want to stay with COD or do I want to go to Battlefield? And I were, I'd fallen out with COD because, like you've just said, the last couple I didn't even buy because I was getting angry with them and I wanted to go to Battlefield. 2042 were meant to be that game that kind of finalised it, that I'm no longer in no man's land, I'm on the battlefield side. Yeah, and it didn't quite work. And it didn't. Yeah. It absolutely let me down. So now, yes, I'm looking at Call of Duty again yeah. this year. I'm, 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 I'm eyeing it up. And you're, I know you're quite excited about it. And I'm like, hmm, is it? And I think that I think I am being unfair with Battlefield right now because it is in a pretty good playable state. But I think FPS is, a, a, a first-person shooters have just got me upset I th- yeah angry. i think the, the problem is the genre as a whole has sort of grown a little bit stale you know you've yeah that's we, it, we've got stale, too yeah. many of you know you've got your obviously halo is in a different type of first person shooter genre it's more futuristic you know the maps and the abilities that you can do in halo diff- are different to those of your call of duties your battlefields yeah. and so on but it it is that like you say with the maps and the weapons and everything it's just grown a bit little bit you know one minute we're modern, then we're back in World War Two, then we're slightly futuristic, then we go back to modern, then we're back in World War Two, and I think it's just that, you know, it's it's finding the balance where you're enjoying what you're playing, but there's still that. Yeah, it's got to feel new. It's got to feel. I don't you know, understand why they don't just create their own. Why does it have to be themed around a specific war? Bring the guns in from World War Two that people enjoyed. Bring the guns in from, you know, the modern warfares like like the Dragonov and that that I absolutely loved. And mix it, yeah. throw it together and mix now, it. Now, obviously, you could even theme the maps on yeah, modern. Yeah, that's mix the thing. It. I don't know. It's just anything. You, you obviously you could like we Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. I know that they the wars that we fight in the campaigns and that aren't based on real war. You know, they they make believe characters and yeah. all that, but. You could you could set it in completely different sort of parts of the world. It's always set in your Londons, your Americas, your Russias, your Afghanistans, your Iraqs, and all that. You know, it's always set in your stereotypical yeah. big cities, and you know your your um you know like your Afghanistans and all of that sort of place. So you're always going to get the same settings. You're always either out in like the deserts and all that, or you're out in the city, you know? Yeah. Take it a little bit different. Take, I don't know. I'm obviously we're thinking of this sort of off the top of our idea, but you know, take it into your, your Norway's, your Iceland's, take it up into the mountains, you know, a little bit, obviously we've had maps that are set up in the snow, you know, on your Call of Duty, I think it's Modern Warfare 2, but and Battlefield, yeah, on last one, didn't but, you they? know, theme it around something completely different. You know, we're going into like a almost like a Nordic. You know, there's a war between the Nordic countries. You know, there's a big fallout, or you know, take it to something different, something we've never played before. New, new weapons, new vehicles, new threats of a different kind. Instead of always yeah. returning back, you know, back in if any games that go into World War Two, it's always the same. It's the Nazis versus the world, basically. You know, modern era, yeah. it's always urban versus desert, as is way of the world generally now in modern warfare. But 
you know, mix it up a little bit. Let's let's go somewhere different. You know, let's have a threat of something where, you know, the maps will feel different. You know, if we went into yeah, you, you, your hilltops of like, you know, your Norways and stuff where you're up on top of cliffs and, you know, just mix it up. It's it's always the same. And you know that the, I know Modern Warfare 2, as much as I'm excited for it, is going to feel in terms of settings. You can almost guarantee there's going to be a map set in London or somewhere like that. You know, you're going to have your deserty ones. You're going to have your city built at ones and, you know, potentially something like a terminal, like an airport or, you know, yeah. mix it up a little bit. That's something we need in... I mean, you look at look at Nuketown. What's, how many Call of Duties has that been rebuilt for? Yeah. It's just, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a nice novelty when it came out. It was a nice novelty that they brought it back the following game. But when you've done it for four or five games... I, it's like, I've, you know, you completely run out of ideas. And in all honesty, it, it wasn't that good of a map. It were good for a laugh for five minutes before you got absolutely frustrated with it because it was that small and you were just spawning and getting done by a grenade. They weren't fun anymore. See, I'm, I'm kind of on the like, flip side of that. That Out of all the mini-maps, you know, your shipment. You? Yeah, I love um, Nuketown. Out of all of the mini-maps. But, but would you be happy if Modern Warfare 2 launched and they brought that again? I fully expect it, to be honest. But again, I mean, that, but, but that for me is the problem. Actually, no, I don't, the, because the, it's the, generally the, Treyarch. It's Treyarch that do it. it. It's a Treyarch map. It's one that's obviously appeared in the Black Ops series and so on. Well, there so... you go then. So Treyarch, sort it out, because it, it's every bloody game. And that, to me, it, it shows a lack of ambition. And it shows a lack of innovation that they're just running out of ideas about to generate new maps. I do, I, yeah, I do it. think you know there's already rumours out there of um, some old school maps that may arrive with Modern Warfare Two, including Terminal. Um, and you know, if if you're already heading into a new game with five old maps, you know, there's you're probably going to get five yeah. new and five old. You know, we need more variety. We need it. You know. Give us twelve new maps, completely new maps, and yeah. then throw in the occasional old school one as part of an update. You know, we don't want to go into this thing yeah, yeah. with five maps we've been here before. Well, it might it highly looks like terminals there because obviously yesterday the Warzone Two uh, map and points of interest were leaked. Yeah, and there's a there's an airport on Warzone and. Apparently, it is set to be based around Terminal. Yeah. So, I, I, like you just said, I fully expect that that will be, you know, a, a reimagined yeah. map. And and that again, it's all right that they use the word. You know, it's not like oh, we're not re-releasing it. it it's reimagined. No, it's not. Yeah, it's the same yeah, layout with a new theme. For me, it's an absolute get out. Yeah, it's an absolute get out. They change colour at walls and they put an extra couple of bits in. That's not reimagined. That's just, well, we don't want it to be a carbon copy. So I just move stuff yeah. about. I, and this is what upsets me with FPSs. And, and, and like I said, this is why I started going towards Battlefield. And the last Battlefield where, you know, it was the first, first one to introduce, you know, the buildings could crumble and everything torn down. and apart. That was fantastic. They, like you were just saying about it feeling different. It felt different. It felt like you were in that middle of that war and you're like, oh my God, the whole building's coming down around me. Yeah, because it, you like, can, your, whole, your you. whole environment can be reshaped mid-game and that's something that, you know, yeah. is a good thing. So, you, 
you, yeah, and you're forced to innovate, especially as a sniper. And when we work as a team, you know, when we've got four or five or six people on, and we're kind of a group and that, and you know, we 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 like it tactical, don't we? We love the yeah, you know, right? Don't let people in this door, you know, bar it up or claim on it, whatever. And sniper will be here. You look after snipers and make sure nobody can come behind us and that. And it was it was the perfect game for it because then. You're trying to keep your nest, so to speak, but when it gets blown up, you're like, right, lads, we've got to move. We've got to, you know, we've got to do something else. Yeah. And it forces that tactics out of you. And and that's what I felt Modern Warfare did back in the day. Now, thinking about it, this was something I've got to ask you in a party. Do you think we've made the mistake of, because uh, obviously I hadn't had the last couple, but the Call of Duty is from Modern Warfare onwards. We went very team deathmatch, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Whereas when you look back at Modern Warfare, we, we played Search and Destroy a lot, and that was that allowed for more sniping and more tactics, I think. Yeah, it, it's definitely a slower-paced game mode. I mean, for me personally, I prefer Team Deathmatch. You know, I don't... I'm, my thing is, you know, you're trying to get kills to get points to get a win, whereas, obviously, in your Search and Destroy and that, it, there's a there's an objective, there's a an aim to the game beyond mm. just the most kills win. So... In that sense, like, you know, I just want to be running around and trying to get, be the first to get the kills. Whereas, I, I, there's part of me that, as obviously we've always played tactically, but part of me doesn't enjoy the thing of I'm being forced to head towards the bomb because I'm the last guy standing. And, you know, I prefer the run around until you get to you the You see, limit. I enjoyed that. Yeah. See, I enjoyed that. And I, I don't think they were out better when everybody was spectating you and it were one against four yeah, and you I took all four out of the bomb. And I, I, it's, I, I love it. I love that. And I, so I was thinking maybe it's the way that we, we play it as well as maybe having an impact. Yeah. But with that said, I did try to go back to Search and Destroy on the last Call of Duty I played. And you were still only getting, I think, instead of it 100 XP a kill, like Team Deathmatch, you were getting 150. Which, that's, for me, back on Modern Warfare, if you remember, I think you were either getting 300 or 500 per yeah, kill. Yeah, I think it was significantly So, higher. although you were getting, yeah, because you were getting a lot less kills. Whereas, if I was sat there playing Search and Destroy for 150 XP per kill, it, it could take me, it'd probably take me the best part of a year to, before I could get to, you know, top levels and, um, what do they call it? When prestige. You, um, prestige, yeah. You'd never get it done, would you? No. Fifty a kill. So I don't know. Maybe it's a mixture of how we play it. It's definitely the maps for me. Um, we will actually. We'll sort so, of bring yeah, that I... back a bit. The the Call of Duty sort of discussion. Obviously, we've brought it into Battlefield quite a bit here. Um, we are going to sort of wrap up at the end of the show with a little bit more on what we'd like yeah. to see. You know, the the campaign but and you, so but on. But back to Battlefield, you are enjoying, aren't you? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm from what I've played so far, I've enjoyed it. I think. I, I mean, me and um, Tom, one of our like best mates, he he joined me at the very, very launch with the trial. Um, and we played, I think it was two or three games, and it was a train wreck. It was horrific. Like, we were on a map. I can't remember the names of the maps. I've not played it enough to know that. But we were on a map, and we were sort of stood in like a deserty bit, looking into where it's the one where you've got the... We played it the other night, where you've got like the big solar... Panel, solar planet. Oh, yeah. So I'm stood on this hillside, and suddenly it's like I'm turning and I'm trying to walk, but I'm not moving. You know, helicopters were literally just sitting in the air. 
and it was it was unplayable because the servers would freeze literally freeze solid for 10 seconds at a time the point that you know out of my 10 hour trial i still had eight hours left you know when i started up this week yeah but it's playable now you know there is bugs you know there's a couple of times i've died and you've been literally like blown apart by a tank below the map or you know you're driving a buggy and it just randomly sort of flips itself and that and yeah there is bugs and from what i can see from sort of in-game chat that people have been saying there's there's problems with the server since the latest update you know it's a bit laggy mm. but the overall experience the sniping feels more like a battlefield sniping experience you know the the assault rifles yeah. the hit markers are just that little bit more accurate than they were when it launched and you would you were literally point blank shooting someone and it wasn't registering a hit so it's playable it's enjoyable it's it's got a way to go and i think from my side things like breakthrough dropping down from 100 and whatever it is what is it 130 128 down to 60 summer um i think long term it's a good thing i think you know they're going to put more effort into the game modes that are actually played the most you know dedicate your time to that i know it is disappointing that after all this time there's one new map come in as part of the roadmap for the year ahead but two other maps are getting an update. yeah you know that some kaleidoscope of maps... and another one yeah you know that the, the game needs updates the game needs some attention beyond new stuff you know they've got to keep fixing the stuff that's not working right now so you know yeah it is a shame that we you know we're almost a year on and it's still in this state but i'm also one that i i won't write and well i will sometimes but not every game i'll write off at the beginning and never go back to it you know we look at no yeah. man's sky and so, so for, on. i mean for me the jury's still out as i yeah. said because i think i i've got a bit of a colored view at the moment for, for fps's because i'm really falling out with them but for you to the listeners would you tell them to give it a second chance right now yes uh, obviously if, if you've seen the article on the website i did say um the title was a second chance is totally worth it because it is now in the article i do specify because i don't want anybody getting back at me for it i wouldn't spend 60 pound on the full game not yet you know this is this is me playing no, it in the I trial well, i mean it's meant to be coming a game pass yeah time, you know it, this so. this is what i've said um kenneth who he's um an old friend of ours and you know he's list he listens to the podcast he messaged me and said your article's great and it's given me the thingy to give it a go so i messaged him yesterday i think it was and i said to him you know have you played it what do you think and he said yeah it's it's better you know it's good do you, do you think uh you'll buy it i think i can't remember exactly how the conversation went but i said me i'm keeping i'm not going to spend 60 pound on it but yeah. if it comes to game pass which i really really hope this rumor does come true i will install it and i will be on it a lot like a lot for those that are listening that obviously have never given it a go or like me played it at launch and were put off completely i would say if you've got the trial or if you can get access to the trial through ea play xbox game pass and so on give it a go and, and use the 10 hours because yes there are still a couple of maps that i'm not a big fan of but there's some brilliant maps as well um my personal favorite at the minute i don't know the name of it but it's set 
predominantly around like a port so you've got like ships and cranes fantastic map for sniping uh really fast-paced action it's great and it it is an enjoyable game and like i say i would tell people to give it a trial um i wouldn't sort of tell you right now to go and spend 60 pound on the full game but give it give it a go and you might come to the end of the 10 hours and think yeah i'll chuck 60 pound at it but you know it's that's that's on yeah. you after your sort of preview of it but for me if it comes to game pass especially get it get it and give it a good go because it's 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 getting there you know 440 updates in one fix shows that they're working on yeah it. yeah they were all, yeah yeah i mean that's it they are putting the effort in dice and they are putting the effort in to try and fix it and and hopefully you know like we, we mentioned before didn't we no man's sky turned that game completely yeah, and, on its head you know this week uh, and more. fixed it so if dice and that can achieve the same yeah so so yeah listeners battlefield 2042 if you've still got some of the 10 hour trial left as per ash give it a bash give it a bash it's worth it yeah so everybody deserves a second chance yeah definitely and i'm I'm for one that is very much like that like one that i have abandoned very very quickly was crossfire x and yet kenneth who mm. was messaging me about battlefield said uh they've been playing that and they've been enjoying it whereas for me at the minute I am an absolute no at that. Like it was horrific when I played it when it launched the other week, and I, unless things change massively on it, there's absolutely no chance I'll play that anytime soon. But you know, let's come back to this six months from now and see if we give it another go. Yeah, yeah, quite possible. So we've managed to somehow turn what we said was going to be a slow sort of starter into the topics a twenty-five minute intro. Um. Yeah, but to be honest, obviously we we bring in a bit of news into the weekly podcast now, as well as a topic and you know a bit of a catch up. Um, this week's news there's not been any massive news really, nothing else beyond Call of Duty that we'll discuss at the end. Um, there's a few little bits that we're going to have a sort of run through in a bit of detail, uh, starting with way back on I think it was Monday. Have a look at the date or no Sunday. We got the news that Stalker 2 development has resumed after um, the studio GSC Game World was forced to obviously leave Kiev in Ukraine during the invasion. So obviously we know that the development was obviously forced to stop, which meant that the 2022 release date was obviously pretty much out the window. Uh, but they have obviously moved to Prague and the work has resumed. So... We don't think it will come in 2022, but you know it's it's good for the studio. It's good for the guys that have managed to safely get away and obviously set up in Prague. Yeah, yeah. So it, I mean, like you said, it, it, it understandable reasons, isn't it? As to, yeah, massively as to why. Um, but yeah, good news that it is it, going to carry on, um, and and we'll bring more and more information with that as we get it. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, obviously, details, again, are a little bit scarce on the game. Um, obviously, like we say, in terms of a release date, we don't know yet now when it will be. But yeah, it's just it's just good to see, and uh, I look forward to seeing more of it, hopefully, even at the uh, Xbox Showcase later on uh, next month. Yeah, we're going to say, I mean, we're, we're literally, what, two weeks away from yep. that, aren't we? So, maybe, is it a week on Monday? Uh, Maybe a week. Twelfth uh, of June, so we're one, two, two and a half weeks away. 
two and a half weeks away. So, yeah, I mean, this is probably why the news is quite quiet right now, and as we were saying, there's not been too yeah, much there's this, gonna be um, this week. an influx of news. It's going to be mental, yeah, in the next couple of weeks. It'll be crazy. Um, but on from Stalker 2, so Fortnite, uh, we always seem to be, be coming back to Fortnite at the moment, obviously just passing the uh, Fortnite Star Wars event at the beginning of this month. Um, the addition of Robocop last week. And now you can expect Pac-Man. Yeah. On June the 2nd, Pac-Man is coming to Fortnite. Now, it's an interesting one, this. I mean, I played this as a kid, loved it. It's a proper... <laughs> proper yeah, it's a proper kick. mixing old with new, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, don't get your name because there's no themed skins for your character. Um, but there's going to be, it's more item based in it. Yeah, so. this is the bit I find a bit weird with this because Pac Man is a global phenomenon, isn't it? You know, it's it's old school. You know, yeah. you, you go to people in their 50s, 60s, 70s and they know Pac Man. You know, if you, if you go to, you know, obviously I know that your next door neighbour's an elderly woman, there's a good chance if you mention to her yeah. Pac Man, she, she'll know what Pac Man is. She won't know what yeah. Fortnite is. Yeah, I don't much. So, you know, to bring such a global, old school game like Pac-Man to Fortnite, I thought they'd have put more into it than a couple of sk- uh, a couple of items. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, this is it. it I, again, I, I suppose it depends on the you know the the order of the relationship between yeah. them at the moment, but. You know, maybe it, it will be something that comes more, but it just it just seems that Fortnite are trying to collaborate with just about everybody right now, aren't they? Yeah, if they can get, a you know, name they've got a great there. relationship with Disney. Um, I fully expect that, obviously, with Disney and Star Wars that they've done, I, I fully expect we're going to see some more Disney characters in if any time soon, um, because that relationship just keeps to be ongoing and ongoing. So. But yeah, Pac-Man is... Uh, I love it. So I'm interested to see exactly what they will bring. Um, you know, and if there'll be any challenges around it and stuff like that. Yeah. Or, you know, how will it come in? And and speaking of uh, Fortnite, we may as well mention that next weekend they start their collision. They event. do, yes. The Basically, obviously anybody who's played Fortnite, you'll know that obviously they have events. Obviously, we're coming to the end of the latest season as part of Chapter 2. Uh, and obviously they've done it for bands and artists and everything, and they also do it for the end of a season, the big live event. Uh, I think it's potentially one of the most impressive live things that happens in video games, isn't it? Like, you know, they get they get yeah, just about yeah. every player into a lobby, and as a, as a group you will sit and watch this massive event happening live for everybody around the world, and the end of the event, and often like we've seen, obviously... Remember the massive uproar when the original black hole opened and people were yeah. literally destroying their consoles <laughs> thinking that the game was dead. You know, it's, they they, they yeah. do it well and fair play to Epic because they do they've they're still now, what are we, four or five years into the game's life? You know, and it's still thriving. It's massive, so yeah. It'll be it should be a good I event. mean the th- the thing it, yeah, it, it will. One way or another, it'll be absolutely fantastic. And, and you know, going back to sort of FPSs and that, I I, I was thinking the other day, I, I really do want to get back into Fortnite. I know we had a spell a couple of weeks yeah, ago, didn't we? We gave the Nova a few games. I do. I think I want to get back involved, me, and, and stuff like that. So, But, I mean, Epic Games, I mean, just look at the turnaround they've had, you know, that... The, 
the Fortnite launch and it ended up, you know, making billions yeah. and billions. Yeah, it was a free game, and and Unreal Engine Five. Yeah. So it's it. I mean, that company's just going into stratosphere, aren't they? I think it's just it's interesting to see because obviously Fortnite were kind of the pioneers in. They weren't the pioneers in, ba- in Battle Royale as such. I know it captured a lot of people into it, but obviously uh, uh, PUBG and that was a big Battle Royale introduction and all that. Yeah, in, it came first, yeah. Hey, but I think I'd remember Fortnite for that because, again, PUBG I didn't really yeah. get into. So, yeah, I think for me the Battle Royale introduction was through Fortnite. But Fortnite jumped on it when it was hot. You know, PUBG was this massive yeah. global thing that people, obviously those of us on Xbox and that couldn't wait to play it and in that time Epic had turned Fortnite from this campaign fort building thing into a battle royale that has made the company billions and billions of pounds and like you say it was free to play so you know look at what yeah. they've done and yeah. it's like I say that's what I was going to say they've they've completely pioneered the free to play battle pass genre of game and half the games coming out now come with a battle pass where you know a lot of studios are taking yeah. that decision. We give the players the games for free, and you know, for seven ninety nine or three ninety nine or five ninety nine a month, or every three months, depending on how long the battle passes are. You know, you get loads of new content, and for the cost of a fiver mm. a month or a fiver every three months, you you don't notice it. You know, you we don't mind spending four ninety nine on a battle pass when you've had the game for free, but collectively, the yeah. studios still make an absolute killing from it. Well, I'm not surprised because, I mean, the flip side to that is, that, you know, that the game was free and, and obviously, as you know, Liam, who, who is a member of, of Press Start, yeah. he's my son. And you'll be seeing more from him in, in the coming months streaming and stuff. But we worked out, you know, I mean, it, every time he earned spending money and things like that, we used to, you know, he'd, he'd want V-Bucks. And we worked out, we once sat down and worked out, and it were nearly £2,000 that he'd spent on skins and items. And that's one player. Yeah, and it was a bit of a wake-up call. It's like, oh, my God, I nearly had a heart attack. Like, that is ridiculous money. Absolutely. Like you just said, it's 3 99 here and 4 quid there or £7. Yeah, you don't notice notice it like that. But, my God, he'd done half mount up. And I mean, you look at his console on Fortnite and the skins he's got, it just goes on and on and on. Yeah, yeah. So, so it, I mean, like you said, they they made and they were geniuses. They were geniuses because it were a free to play game. But look, we're gonna entice you to spend money. Yeah. And I can't help it because I got one and I see the the Marvel crossovers and it's like, well, I've got to. Yeah. I have to. You know, the Mandalorian came out just as I'd finished watching the series. I had to. I don't. Th- I don't think I used the skin for more than two weeks, but I had to. It's amazing, it. isn't it? Like we're in our thirties so... and they still managed to <laughs> yeah, capture yeah, us. Yeah, yeah rope you in, yeah. don't they? The rope you in, don't they? But yeah. So yeah. So moving on. Um, Gloomhaven is coming to Xbox in twenty twenty three. It is. Yeah. Not a game I know a lot about. To be honest, I um, don't. But apparently, very big on yeah, PC. Yeah. Now. Massive on PC when you look into it. You know, obviously, we sort of have a whole globe of sources of where we get our news from and so on and i saw this piece of news and i almost skimmed over it and then you know i watched the announcement video for console and i read into it a little bit more and it's big on pc and that you know it's it sold more than half a million copies which you know in terms of on the grand scale it's not you know 
epic. It's not not the biggest. No. But you know, to sell half a million and have quite a bit, it's only been it only launched in October last year. So you know, to have half a million players and so on, it, it's doing well. Um, obviously, it's based on a sort of RPG tactical hard strategy game thing. Um, but it looks good, which you know. are bigger than yes, yeah, and it, it does and look I good. Think coming to consoles, only going to improve. It's only going to improve the sort of audience oh yeah, massively the people it's reaching, isn't it? So, so yeah. Big, but the next one's even bigger. So I'm pretty sure loads of listeners will be Jurassic Park fans, which I have to ask, have you seen those movies? Yeah, the, the, funnily enough, this is one series that we absolutely love. <laughs> this is one that you've actually watched. Wow. So, yeah, so as it turns out, as, as Ash was just saying, yeah, there's, uh, I think it's two weeks away now, isn't it, the movie? Uh, yeah, June 10th it comes out. Um. Yeah, June tenth. So two days, two days before the Xbox showcase, yeah. and on June the fourteenth, so four days after the movie launches, you there's it's been leaked that Jurassic World Evolution two will get some movie DLC content. Yeah, and we think it's going to link um, in with the movie, don't the we? Dominion. Yeah, yeah, it's going to link in. So um, the Dominion Biosyn expansion pack is what it's going to be known as. So, um, for those who don't know, uh, Biosyn was a company that appeared in the Jurassic World previously, trying to take the te- InGen's technology. So, maybe that's a bit of a clue as what to expect, but I'm looking forward to it. I think it'd be good, because that when you, when you play the Jurassic World Evolution 2, they have all the scenarios, don't yes, they? Yes, yeah. That you can play through. So, I think that Hopefully, you'll get a couple more of them um, by that clue. Yeah, I, I think, think you know coming, it's going but... to tie in. Obviously, Jurassic, uh, well, um, Frontier and that, obviously, we're going to keep things under wrap because there is that risk of leaking content that's going to spoil the movie. Um, so they've got exactly. to be careful with that. But, you know, it's it's it'll be interesting to see how they implement it into the game. Obviously, we both played Jurassic World Evolution 2. Um, very, very good games. Game. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, I love them. Absolutely love them. So, moving on to another bit of news that crossed out this week. Um, I've never played Yakuza. It's a series that I haven't, I'll be honest. I've never played them. I know... I keep meaning to. Yeah, I mean, during the build-up to Series X, Yakuza was a big title that sort of, I think it launched with Series X, and it, it looked good. And the series does look good. Now, a game that I played, I don't play it much anymore, um, but... In its first year or two, I lived on it. Was Rainbow Six Siege? Um, it's kind of gone beyond what I enjoy about Rainbow Six Siege anymore. It's gone a little bit too far. But as part of uh, Year Seven, there's a crossover for Season Two, which is Yakuza. So Yakuza's coming into the game, um, basically as skins. So you're going to have both Echo and Habana are going to have bundles that come with them, and both operators can basically put on a complete skin of the character. So Echo's going to transform into Yakuza 06's, uh, uh, forgive me if I butcher any of these names, Kiryu Kazuma, um, and Habana is going to transform into Kairu Sayama. Or Sayama. Um, obviously, if you've played the Yakuza games, you'll probably have a better idea of who they are than I do. 
Um, but from what I've sort of read, you know, comments-wise and stuff like that, it seems like quite a positive crossover. People are excited for it. Um, you know, we don't know anything yet about in terms of a date or how much it's going to cost for the bundles and so on, but, you know, for the, the players of Rainbow Six Siege who also enjoy Yakuza, I think it's going to be quite a successful crossover. Yeah, seems that way, yeah. I mean, I'd say I keep... When I hear the word Yakuza, it takes me back to one of the old GTAs. Yeah. Because they were a gang in it, and, and I do keep meaning to pick up that series, and but I still haven't yet. Maybe I will one day. But another piece of news that is... is great for me absolutely very excited and it and it's got under radar for me but lord of the rings Gollum. yes the new release now date. has it does it has a new release date and it's set to release on the 1st of september 2022 have you seen lord of the rings ash brace yourself i've seen oh. them what i've watched oh I've, that is not that is not i've what watched I all of the lord of the rings and i think i've only ever seen i think the first hobbit but I have seen all of Lord of the Rings. They're they're not. I'll tell I'm not that. under any priority to watch them again. I'll be honest. I've seen them a couple of times, but I can I can relate at least. I know I know who Gollum is and Smeagol and all that. So I did not expect <laughs> you to say that. I, I thought because you said that, I thought, hey, oh, you know, <laughs> Jurassic Park. That was as far yeah, as I'd we pushed got. it with that. Done now. No, I did the the, the original Lord <laughs> of the that... Rings. I was I, how old would I have been? When was the first Lord of the Rings? Two thousand and one or something. Something around that time, yeah. and I was ten, and I went with a a group of friends from school. It was one of their birthdays, and we went to watch it. And I was bricking it because obviously I don't like horror, I don't like scary stuff. And Pete, we'd heard that this Lord of the Rings movie was like a dark, scary film, and yet they're not bad films. You know, I, I, like I say, it's not they're long, not bad. They're long films, and that's something I struggle with. You know, if it's two and a half, three hours, I only have an exception. For a couple of films that are that long that I'll sit and watch. So, you know, Lord of the Rings is one that I've seen them. So so you I can't I'm I'm amazed that you will now know who Gandalf is. Yeah. Is it Gandalf the it's Great amazing. or something? Or Great or something? I, I I just you just you've blown me away. Yeah, I know that. all I'm about them and Frodo and uh, Legolas and all them. My word. So yeah, first of September. So you've watched the Lord of the Rings movies. Is this gonna be a game you're interested in? Probably not. It looks good. Um, oh. You know, it's something that, again, it, it's a tough one because of, I mean, this was something that's been brought up this week, but, you know, because of Game Pass and stuff, there's a lot of games that if they were to come to Game Pass, I would pick up and play, this being one of them. Yeah. I'm not personally going to go out and spend what could be 75 quid now with the latest games and that on this because it's not something that's got my interest as much as it probably will you. But, you know, if it was to come to Game yeah. Pass, I would absolutely install it day one and at least give it a go. Um, but, you know, it looks good. It looks really good. And it has captured a lot of interest. And obviously, I know you've obviously you've announced that there's a release date as well for it. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I, I, to be honest, this is snuck under radar for me. But because um, obviously it were you that actually did this article yeah. on our website, wasn't it? And I was like, oh, wow, like this... And and it's not that far away. I mean, when you think about it now, we yeah, we're at end of May, but we're practically into June, and this is you know first of September. Yeah. So it's it really you know blink of an eye that's going to be over. Once you've had your summer breaks and things like that, on, on we go to Lord of the Rings Gollum. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I'm very happy. So uh, just before we discuss a couple of the games that we've played this week, uh, just one more bit of news, really. Uh, well, a couple. But uh, firstly, if you're still well on with Minecraft Dungeons, there's a second anniversary event uh, coming up that's to basically celebrate celebrate two years of the game. I, I really enjoyed this, actually, when it launched. Um, I didn't complete it, although I did get... Do you know I am? Uh, do you know what? I think you would love it. It's really good. Like I say, I've not. I didn't complete it. I got well into it, but um, like a lot of games, I sort of end up going off onto something else. But um, for those that are playing it and that are well into it, there's a festival coming up to celebrate. Uh, it started yesterday, and it goes right through to June fifteenth. And there's going to be unlockables, things you can celebrate with. Um, <clears throat> if you complete six daily challenges throughout the event. You learn the new anniversary cape. Uh, I don't know whether there's one for every year. No, I don't know it that well. But, you know, there's also classic cake costumes that are made up of sparkler, sweet tooth and sugar rush items. Um, so, yeah, for those of you that are in still involved in the game, which I know there is still a big following of it, um, you know, there's a lot to celebrate over the next two or three weeks. It might be something I don't need to... I, I would. I'd Minecraft, recommend it. But... It is good. And like I say... I was, after three or four days of playing it, I was well on my way to completing it. I just, it was another one of them. I probably picked up some house and just never went back. Um, yeah, that's the thing when a lot of games come yeah, out at the same time. Yeah, something, it? again, Halo Infinite, just another, we've got two more little bits before we discuss a couple of games we've played. Um, Halo Infinite, there's uh, another big update, around two gig of update uh, that's been released today, fixing multiple things, multiplayer, campaign, um just overall experience, updates, and everything like that. Um, something that was removed previously was the tank gun. That's been put back in now because a lot of fans were sort of disappointed. Um, skill jumps were something that was quite big on the game since launch, and again, 343 removed a lot of that or blocked them, obviously because it wasn't actually meant to be there. Uh, but again, there were things that the fans enjoyed, so they've put them back in, which fair play, you know. It's not what the game was originally intended to do with some of these props and so on, but you know, fans found them and they enjoyed <clears> them. So, yeah, the update's now out. So, if you've uh, installed it, get on board and see what it's like. Yes, indeed. So, uh, and the last one, I believe, before we move on, is Party Animals. Yeah, some I am actually really looking enjoyed... forward to I've not. I can't. I, do you know? I know this were on the showcase it was, last yeah. year because you mentioned it. I don't remember it. It's basically but, like a I mean, ragdoll. It's been really bad production. Yeah, it's had some it, issues. But it's still aiming for release this year. So. Well, we hope, yeah. So basically, it's basically like a ragdoll battle royale fighting game. So basically, we're going to be all these furry animals. We're going to be cats, dogs, all sorts of different stuff. And basically, we're going to be on... It's It's got a very similar sort of almost... Not identical, but similar sort of game style to Gang Beasts, which is, you know, it's a, it's a physics-based. You can pick up the other people and chuck them, and, you know, you, you're a rag doll, and, you know, you, you're basically right. fighting to... I don't know why I don't remember this at all. I think it looked... Well, I, I watch the Xbox yeah. Showcase, obviously. I watch it every year, but I just cannot it remember just, this It's just basically all. like one of them where we we can sort of try and kick and punch and throw each other, and you're trying to knock each other off a you know, a base or a piece of land or off a high point that you can, you, you just right. fight until you're the last man standing, basically. 
it's a bit of silly fun, really, but it, it, I think it looks good. Um, it's going to be a free-to-play one on the Xbox Game Pass when it launches. Uh, and like we said, it's it's basically gone through production hell. Um, what they've basically said is when they realised how big the game needed to be, they almost tripled in development size in terms of developers working on the game. Um, as part of that, obviously, it caused some major communication issues, production issues, um, and it overall it slowed down the efficiency of the development of the game, um, which is a shame. But they do, they are remaining hopeful that it will release still in 2022. Um, but like they've said, you know, there's there's been some issues that could potentially push it back, um, because basically what they did was they've, as part of the triple, uh, what's the word? tripling in size they basically rebuilt the game from the ground up so you know what where they were originally before uh tripling in size they've gone back and restarted that from the beginning which has sort of obviously pushed them back but you know i'd like to see it yes yeah, so, i mean i mean maybe the, maybe we'll see more in a couple of weeks in this year's showcase again and maybe it'll be a bit more it'll stick in my mind a bit more this yeah time. who knows so we're running out of time. We are. We were at fifty minutes already. That's how quick tonight's one's gone. Um, just quickly, first off, you've had a go on Sniper Elite Five this afternoon. What's your first impressions? Yeah, um, I've done a full mission. Yeah. Uh, probably took me about an hour and a half. Um, yeah, it, I, I love it. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of these games anyway. Um, so it was obviously a game, and, and when I knew it was coming to Game Pass, I couldn't wait to get my hands on it. But yeah, it's very. It's very sniper elite. Um, and I know that might sound daft, but what I mean by that is, it, it, if if you like the previous games, it it feels just like the previous games. It's it's got a nice feel. Um, you've got to be very tactical, like a sniper. It's all about silence and stealth, and because if you don't, you just get absolutely mullered um, in some places. But yeah, um, I'm looking forward to co-op mode, which I you yeah, you've downloaded we'll, it as well. Yeah, we'll get on board with that. And we'll maybe get a, a YouTube video up of, of honestly two expert snipers. Just got to put it out there. Um, and yeah, a, a multiplayer as well. And it seems like there's quite a few modes in in the multiplayer. Um, I noticed while I was doing the campaign, there's like a um, a telephone on the wall, um, and it says you can only do that in invasion only. So I think that's where you, you can actually join anybody else's campaign. And help them out. Yeah, there's 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 um, one bit that's as really as long as they've got the setting allowed. One bit that's really sort of attracted my interest is this thing where not only have you got the threat of the, the obviously the AI, you know, the enemies that you're facing, but there's yeah. also the risk that apparently there's a way now that players like other players can join your game and try and kill you while you're trying to do your missions, which sounds really cool. You know, you've you've yeah, it's, you've got to watch your back basically. Yeah, and I mean that's it. That's the sort of invasion mode, but you can turn that yeah. off. So I turned that off when I was playing this afternoon, just because I didn't want, you know, I, I only had like an hour, an hour and a half before I, we needed to sort of get ready for podcast and stuff. So, but yeah, from first impressions, and again, like we were saying, it's on Game Pass, so it's free. Download it and give it a go because if you are like us and you, if, or if you're like me, you get annoyed with the sort of first-person shooters and you don't, you know, there's you are. A, you like sniping and they aren't working out for you. This is the perfect game yeah. to get that sniper fixed. I'll be having a go over the weekend, definitely. Um, 
And another game that we've both played this week. I actually have only played my first two or three games in the last like hour before we went live with the podcast. Uh, is Roller Champions. Um, not yeah. out of choice. I did try and play it last night, and unfortunately, at the minute, um, I, I don't know whether it's across all platforms, but I know it's definitely on the Xbox. Is some pretty bad server issues. Um, yeah, it's it's you know it's not even last night. I got in out of probably six attempts. I got in to create my character, and as soon as you tried searching for a game, it just kicked you to the sort of home screen of Roller Champions, and you know server issues, unable to connect. I went on the games hub in the store and it's got like a two-star review because it's just every other review is it won't let me on, it crashes, the servers won't load, I can't connect to a yeah. game. It's unfortunate because it's a game that's been in the works for a long time. Um, but Yeah, well, I mean, in the contrast to you, I played yeah, I, you I've were quite, played you got probably in, about four or five yeah. hours of this because... I was still up um, at 1 a.m. When, when the game launched on Wednesday night. I think it was it Wednesday. Uh, no. no, it was only like, yesterday. Well, Tuesday night. Is it? I thought it launched. Tuesday night, yeah. Oh, I'm thinking it's Friday, yeah. that's why. No. Yeah, Tuesday night it launched uh, at 1 a.m. Well, or for us, uh, went early hours Wednesday morning, 1 a.m. in the UK. And so I was still up, and I, I actually ended up staying up till about 3 hour, 3 in the morning on it. Uh, it is brilliant. I yeah. actually, I mean, I love Ubisoft. I all, I love Ubisoft. They're honestly one of my favorite developers, and I don't think they ever disappoint. And this one, it's not what I expected. When it said rollerblading, I did not expect a type of, I don't know, like a football game, like a handball game type of. And it was brilliant. I, I absolutely love it so much so that twenty minutes in, I bought the roller. Yeah, pack. I mean, like I say, I got obviously access, sort of in the last hour before we went live and I played I think two or three games and it it's very good it's competitive um it's annoying oh right? yeah it's it's got one of them things where it's kind of got a kind of rocket league vibe in terms of like the competitiveness mm. you know okay you're running around with the ball in your hand you're not little mini cars booting a massive ball but it's got that feel you know the arcadey kind of style yeah. <clears throat> sorry um you know, it played. It's played well. Um, like we've said, we've not had chance yet to play it, sort of together to team up and play. No. One of the downsides, which I can't wait for, because one of the problems is no bugger exactly, passes. Exactly. That's did what it? I was just going to say. It's the downside is in the first game I played, I was in on, on a team where we were passing and we won five nil, which is like the the score to win the game. In the second game, we won one nil because for however long the time limit is, I don't know, five minutes or whatever. One of the guys in my team wasn't there. He was just stood still for the full five minutes. And the other guy, every time he got the ball, just would not pass until he lost possession. Yeah. And, you know, that's it's frustrating what affects because the game. The I yeah, because the idea of the game is when you've got possession of the ball, you've got to go through four gates. Yeah, to unlock the goal. Basically, a lap round the course to unlock the goal and be able to score. So... The thing is, you st it's st the first gate is right where the where the goal is. Yeah. And then you kind of come around a, a U bend, and there's two gates on that sort of long, like like a corridor type thing. If you want, it's a really long. You if you pass straight down there, you'd you'd skip the two gates. The gates, them two are unlocked. Yeah. Go around corner, fourth gate, bang, shoot, and they just don't, do they? And then they get tackled, and you're like, oh my god, like I was wide open. 
just pass it. So us playing together, we'll have that. Yeah. So anybody listening who haven't played it yet and he's going to play it, just consider your teammates and try and work together to win. That's the, yeah, that's the idea there's a goal. Because that is the only frustration. Yeah. But yeah, overall, our impressions on that, I think both... It's a promising game if they can get the yeah. servers fixed and you know make it a bit more stable. I think you know. I think my only criticism following. is what I said to you before the before the podcast. It was there's only it seems there's only one arena right now to play in. Yeah. So that would be my only. Criticism, I did see a thing at the I'm bottom sure of the game earlier saying that there's a new skate park arriving tomorrow. So maybe they'll start adding. You know, new maps and that in over the next yeah, couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's not gonna I can't imagine it's gonna stay like no. that. So but that is my only criticism at launch. But I absolutely I'll tell you what, it's another game that I'm pleasantly surprised when I think I'm gonna spend a lot of hours with it. So I really, yeah. really do. And I think when me, you and, and maybe get Tom involved as you know, playing as a three that actually work together, I think yeah, I think we'd brilliant. smash it. I think yeah. it'd be absolutely superb. So de- definitely, and it's on, and it's on Game Pass. Yeah, so it's so not going to cost you anything to give it a go. And, and it, yeah, won't cost you anything, and and believe me, you'll enjoy it. Great game. So finally, uh, we're going to wrap it up in a second, but just sort of, obviously, we we discussed it in a bit more detail than I thought we would earlier. Modern Warfare Two. Um, mm. Obviously, we know now that as part of the trailer that was released earlier this week, the the trailer was actually considering it shows nothing about the game other than like a drone ride through uh like a port like a shipping port there was quite a bit of cool sort of a look into the artwork you know it's a lot of green obviously naturally what the modern warfare series is known as with the you know the green heartbeats and everything but it looks good we know that the original sort of characters are going to be back in it your price and so on um we know now that obviously it's going to release on October 28th, which there was talk that the game was going to release a lot earlier than that because of how poor Vanguard performed. Uh, but no, it's coming out October 28th. Uh, there's multiple editions uh, as well. Uh, you've got your standard edition. Yes. Uh, you've got your cross-gen bundle, which is annoying because... The cross-gen bundle is more expensive just because we want to get it for Series X when can we not just buy the Series X edition, you know, rather than being cross-gen. We don't need yeah. a cross-gen bundle. Um, and then <coughs> the most expensive edition, which is the Vault edition, which brings a load of extras as well. You're going to get the Battle Pass thrown in for Season 1, uh, plus you'll skip 50 of the tiers, which I've never really got the appeal to that because surely that's what you're working towards. You know, you, you want to unlock the stuff, surely. Yeah, I, yeah, I see it, and and I get it, and I don't think it's fair. You're buying your way to it because for those people, like say, well, my son, for example, who I mean, he does have a job, but not a highly paid one, and but he won't be able to get it. So I think, are you at a disadvantage immediately? I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't say a disadvantage in any way because it's all cosmetic. Nothing in any battle pass. I don't know. There's some weapons in there. There is, yeah. And you will unlock, obviously, you'll get access to those couple of weapons at level 15 and 30 a little bit early. But beyond using those couple of weapons, every other thing, every attachment, every, you know, dial, every skin, every charm... It's all cosmetic, the skins and everything. It's all cosmetic, besides obviously unlocking the two weapons. But I just think, you know. But that's it. I don't know. It's, it's an instant reward. I don't reward, know if I'm into but it. For me, 
you work towards those hundred levels. That's the point yeah. of the battle pass. Yeah. That's it. I think just getting the battle pass as part of that price is good. Yeah, it is good. And then you, you also get a red team operator pack. Yeah, for all four ghosts. So Price and Farah. Ghost. So yeah. Um, you get 10 hours double XP yeah. and 10 hours double weapon XP. That's a big one. That's a good one. 10 hours yeah. is quite a big That is, That is a good one. But it, as, long as, as long as the servers are all right from launch and you're not sat in a lobby for 20 minutes. Yeah, which you'll lose at it all. a time. <laughs> yeah. And then you get a ghost legacy pack, which includes 12 operator skins and 10 weapon blueprints. Again, I think... And you know, I don't, I don't think they've announced yet exactly how expensive it's going to be, but you get quite a good amount of extra stuff in that. Obviously, I don't think I'd buy you it do. personally, but for those that are into their, no, I don't think you I know, would. big additions, you get a good amount of stuff in that. I mean, I'm, I miss the days of your Call of Duties and stuff where you'd buy the best edition, and you'd get a piece of, you know, a, a memorabilia. You know, obviously, I know with the original yeah, Modern Warfare, same. the new version of Modern Warfare, you got. For the best edition, you got the night vision goggles, which was cool. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. I've, I've yeah. collected some of the limited edition Halos over the years where I've had figures, and I even brought the Halo 4 edition Xbox 360. But, you know, I've always liked having that yeah. actual physical piece of, you know, extra special stuff. You know, a lot of people I know that have obviously collected, like, the Steelbook editions of games over the years and that. I have, yeah, I was just going to say, I got a steelbook version of a couple of games, and I remember getting the, the Batman series came in like a steel tin, and you got a Batman figure with it yeah. and all sorts, and I think it was about 70 quid or something back then, and it was quality, yeah, the, but I think them days are dead, aren't they? I think it's they, all digital now, nobody buys discs a lot anymore, yeah. And it's, it's the cost. I mean, they could still do it. They could still yeah, do they it. Yeah, they could. It'd mean, like you say, costs, shipping, and all that stuff, so... But yeah, you do you do get quite a lot in that bundle. But I'm expecting about between ninety and hundred quid for that. I reckon. I'd, yeah, I'd say so because obviously the battle pass alone, you're going to be paying seven ninety nine. Well, probably twelve to fifteen quid with the tier skips. Um, yeah. You know, twelve operator skins and ten weapon blueprints. You're probably looking at another twenty quid if you were to buy them standalone. Uh, double XP. You can't really buy double XP, but again, if you're going to put a price on it for ten hours of each. That's another five ten pound at least, um, and then obviously the operator pack yeah. for all four characters. So, yeah, I reckon ninety hundred quid easy. If the standard edition is going to be probably seventy quid or sixty quid, it's got to be that at least a hundred pound. I'd say. Yeah, and and I mean to be honest, it, it's been like a faulty tap with Call of Duty this week, and it. There's been leaks all over yeah. the place, and Warzone two maps been linked. And if you want to see that map and the layout, head over to our website uh, and go on the news section, and it's it's there for you. You can see the map in all its glory. It's quite funny at the minute because um, it is just literally almost like a picture from paint. It's just like blue, yeah, brown, and yeah. red. Yeah, uh, but we, we've been very sensible, Ash, and we've put a key on there for them. Yeah. So it will tell you what the colours represent, like dense, you know, densely built up areas and things like that. Yeah. Um, water, we've, we've labelled it water. I bet you can't guess what colour that is. Green, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, so but yeah, Warzone too. So you know, it, and it, but it does it does give you all the points of interest. So your main locations in there, and 
and things like that. And and we mentioned earlier in the chat that like there's an airport. Yeah, there's a harbour. And that's going to well. be based on terminal. Yeah, and there's some caves, uh, which is meant to be the old Afghan map. It's oh, meant okay. to be based upon. And then you've got a high rise, which is do you remember the quarry map? But sorry, we've got quarry, and it's the high rise. Yes. That uh, so that that's going to be based on that basically. So again, like we said earlier, it looks like there's quite a few old maps being, let's use the word reimagined as they do, um, that will be in there. But it, I mean, there's a lot of water in there, and the saying that I don't know if you if you'll remember the initial Call of Duty Battle Royale was blackout. Yes. It seems that Blackout is the inspiration for Warzone 2 because they're going to introduce a swimming mode yeah. as well. Yeah, I, I, um, um, I didn't play much of Blackout. It was some obviously... I didn't I think. Dabble, yeah, I think that was best. Black Ops 4, wasn't it, that that come in? And yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, it just didn't really appeal to me back then. But obviously, I'll, I'll play this one. But the same... Yeah, I'll give it a go. But yeah, it, it, it definitely looks like they're drawing a lot of inspiration from that, i.e. bringing the swimming mode in. They are also on about bringing the equipment in where you've got you're carrying a bag and you can only get a certain amount of things yeah. in your bag. So it's you know you've got to be careful on you know what attachments do you want to take, what equipment do you want to take. Um, although um, from a from a developer who had an interview earlier this week, he has said that in recent tests the bag system was highly scrutinised. And they are looking at whether they will do that or not. So they might take yeah. a, a flip reverse on that and take it back out. So, but I mean, we don't have too much. But like I said, the map leaked. And if you read the full article, you're better off going and reading the full article as, as everything that's expected to be in it or might not be in it. And the points of interest, as I said, yeah. it's, it's on our website. So you're very ex excited for Call of Duty. Aren't oh, you? yeah. You're I mean, I'm... Pro-cod I'm, pro I'm guilty in terms of every year, Vanguard being another guilty one of you get it and you're very quickly disappointed. You know, it's not. it doesn't play very well. Yeah. Um, the maps aren't the best. There was a lot of exploitation of, you know, the, the shields and the, the noob tubes and the rockets and, you know... Shotguns, those shotguns yeah. that people were shooting you from 15, 20, 30, 40 yards away and getting the kill. And it's like, all right then. Um, but Modern Warfare and Infinity Ward are, are uh, obviously a developer and a series within the Call of Duty range that I do trust, I do enjoy. They're, st they're probably the best out of the lot for me, Modern Warfare. Black Ops have always done all right. Treyarch are good, especially for the multiplayer aspect. But in terms of mm. overall quality of game, I think Infinity Ward and their Modern Warfare series are <laughs> always the best. So, yeah, for me, that's what I want to see. You know, I know, obviously, Infinity Ward um, created Infinite Warfare, which was an absolute train wreck. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I enjoyed Modern Warfare. The maps are overall quite good for that. Like we said earlier, not for sniping, but for the fast-paced assault rifle type of gameplay that's what i enjoy and i'm hoping that you know modern warfare 2 arrives with the same sort of thing obviously i'd like to obviously see yeah you know the campaign i'm looking forward to seeing how they do the campaign how it follows on from modern warfare but you know we'll, we'll see yeah because i'm still sat on the fence at the moment like i say but 
uh, you know, I think the more you get excited about it, it kind of pushes me a little bit more towards it. And yeah, you know, like I said, the original Modern Warfare was my favorite ever. So yeah, I think I'm I'm gonna reserve I'm gonna reserve for now. But obviously October twenty eighth, it's not that no, far and I'm away. I'm sure we'll get a couple more um, sort of you know trailers and yeah. gameplay views and that before. I think that'll be the end up thing that sells me, and I know there's it's a bit disappointing, and we're, we're Xboxes, and there's the, there's rumours of there is going to be an open beta, but it might be PlayStation only. It's, it's generally usually they get a couple of weeks prior yeah. early access. But if, if if we get it, if we get it, that'll be the turning point for me. If I can play an open beta, that yeah, will that's the selling seal point. the deal yeah. for me one way or another. Yeah. That will that will be what gets me on. And Warzone Two, I think I give a go because we've probably mentioned before Warzone sort of was our lockdown. Yeah. Um, I arrived a little bit later than you. You you were yeah, on it a we lot on it. before me, weren't you? But I'd definitely give it a go because it was a good game. And again, a game we love playing as a team. Yeah, we we're still very much into that sort of competitive team based stuff. So we'll see. And obviously on the podcast and on the website, any more news we get about Call of Duty and that we will obviously you'll. You'll see it first on our website. You'll hear it. So, um, you will. You will. We are now at an hour and ten minutes, so if you are still listening, thank you. I salute you. Thank yeah, you for sticking with us. Yeah, it's been a long one, on it? But we had a week off. We had a week yeah, off. Yeah, we did, yeah. We had to record We've missed that, you. So... We've missed you, and we hope you missed yeah, us. Yeah, we, we, I've actually had a couple of comments this week from people who sort of do listen to it and have said sort of they enjoy it and, you know, we're doing well and they look forward to us being back. So I'm, I'm looking forward to... Uh, hopefully getting a few more of you on board and like I say if obviously you can comment you can tweet us and obviously you can message us direct as well um, if you've got any comments any inputs like Kenneth has this week he sort of give us some feedback on the Battlefield article and his thoughts on the game since so for anyone who is listening anyone who's enjoyed the podcast obviously as always you can follow us on Spotify um, give us a rating as well if you can that helps give us an overall idea uh, you can get us on our socials yeah. as well. We've got our Twitter um, at press underscore start UK. Uh, likewise, you can find us on Instagram as well at press underscore start UK. Uh, and you know that's the best place to find all the latest updates. Uh, the website, obviously, as well. If you go to press hyphen start dot UK, that's where you'll be able to get all the articles, the latest videos, and so on. Uh, so yeah, it's you know there's a lot going on. We've got a lot more planned. Obviously, with, with, every, with every week of the podcast, we get a little bit closer to the next Insomnia, uh, which we're looking forward to going out and vlogging. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, we um, there will be a week where we sort of do a more topical podcast coming up soon. I'm on holiday, not next week, the week after. So next week we'll have another up-to-date news, web, uh, news episode like these ones. And then for the week after, we'll probably be producing a bit of a topical one so if you've got anything you know a bit of a talking thing that you'd like to introduce to us let us know and you know that could be the topic yeah. for the pre-recorded episode and then it'll be me in six weeks i go on holiday you do, yeah Woo. so yeah we've got we've got a few events coming up so, yeah. we've got obviously like i say we've got holidays we've got insomnia uh, we're hoping to also attend dgx in september uh yeah there's a lot to look forward to with press start there's a lot of news there's a lot of reviews obviously we've got gaming season coming up soon with the events and so on so yeah there's a lot to look forward to there is there is and thank you for listening once again i know we've said it but we really do appreciate it we appreciate any feedback and, and a big a big thank you to kenneth um 
for, for his comments this week and, and getting involved on the website. We appreciate yeah, it. So. And we hope to see more of you. So, you know, get involved and, and let us know your, your thoughts, your feelings, whatever it may be, and we'll give you a shout out on podcast. We will indeed. Oh, thank so, you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for tuning in again, guys. We will see you again next Friday. And as always, thank you for listening and we'll see you soon. Thank you.